Hey everybody, welcome to the Web Cave. I'm Dan Hummer. I'm here with the big Bobino. Bobby, how the hell you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How you doing, dude? Can't complain, man. Uh, big week. Big fucking week. I'd fucking say so. <laughs> I think it's a huge 95 percent ups and one big down. Yep. We had some so. big shit happen this week. Uh, a, a little movie called Black Adam came out. We're going to talk about that. Uh, and House of the Dragon, absolutely. The season finale. Fucking Gotham Knights came out on the video game side of things. Uh, there's been a lot of cool shit out this week. And a lot of a lot of geek shit. Would you say so? Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. I got my hands on everything, but... Gotham Knights, and I did not get that game. I can't say I blame you. Uh, <laughs> I heard it would be great. As a fucking lifelong Nightwing and Bat Family fan, I I love it. I enjoy it. I think it's great. I do see the criticisms that I've heard and the shit that people say. I understand, like the combat. I can like especially like a hardcore like Arkham City fan or someone, or even the if you're coming off the Insomniac Spider-Man games, if you're coming off that combat and pick up this, you're probably not going to like it. Like, like uh, what what they're saying like that, is it probably is true. The combat's not the most uh, well-rounded. There's some cool shit in there and some cool moves. Like Nightwing feels like Nightwing. Like it should have been Damian Wayne. God damn it. I don't disagree with you. I think it, it, it probably should have been Damian Wayne. And that would have been a better story, too. I'm still pretty early in the game. but it and That would have been, been a, better. a way better character to play. Because Damian's character is in the Injustice video game. But Damian's a fucking badass to play in those games. Like, he's the perfect kind of Robin to play for a video game like that. And then they go and do Tim Drake. <laughs> yeah. Which I get for the detective ship, but that's about all the kid has. I mean, I, I Damien like, can do that too. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they all know how to detect. I mean, Tim is the best detective. That's his one like the the one uh, thing on it. Like that's his one thing that he's got. But Damien <laughs> fucking uh, that kid can do anything. <laughs> He's literally a human crafted perfect specimen. And it made, like Razar Ghoul's in the fucking game, Talia's in the game, the Court of Owls, like it would just make sense. <laughs> There's so many connections. Really? Like, Damien's not in it at all, so like yeah, fuck it. Tim Drake. Yeah. Uh that that was it's a weird choice. Uh playing as Nightwing and Red Hood, they're a lot of fun to play as. Red Hood and the guns and shit. I, I almost like playing as Red Hood better than Nightwing, which is nuts. Really? Yeah, Red Hood's a lot of fun, a lot of fun in that game, dude. I uh, I actually do fuck with Nightwing in that game, or fuck with Red Hood. But moving on, uh, House of the Dragon, dude. House of the Dragon. House of the God Blasted Dragon. We're ten episodes deep, Bobino. We're fuck it. We're here. Uh, it's been a long road, dude, and it's been a, a pretty enjoyable road. Uh, what did you think coming into this episode? 
Honestly, my thought was pretty much exactly what was what happened in the show. To be honest with you, I kind of anticipated most of what was going to happen was going to happen. The stillbirth yeah. scene, I would admit, that caught me completely off guard. Didn't really expect that. Honestly, agree that it should not have been aired. Why? <clears throat> but other than that, I mean, it was a really good like nine point eight out of ten. It was a really really good episode. The whole uh, Vagar taking out Eric's and killing Luke. It being like an accident, that wasn't such a bad like change from the books. I honestly felt like it fit the plot better that way than the way George yeah. Martin wrote it. I'm not mad at the change at all. No, I mean they still they still like stuck to the books and still did it because like either way, whether it was an accident or it was intentional, like it still happened. <clears throat> like we still got there. We did still get there. Uh, and, Danielle, you're here, too. Did Did you really like the episode? What did you think? Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. It caught me by um, surprise when Luke looked to the left and all of a sudden there was a fucking dinosaur about <clears throat> Like, yeah. I was not expecting that. And I thought this scene in the rain when it showed the bottom of his dragon and it showed the silhouette of Eamon, I was like, wow, that's really good television. They did a beautiful job at that. Yes. The dragon is fucking huge. That was perfect. Uh, Eamon had a lot of... Eamon looked kind of badass here, even though he didn't mean to do it. I, I do I do agree that Eamon looked, Eamon looked fucking cool, and you finally see the sapphire in his eye, too. I was going to say, what was that blue thing in his eye? Sapphire. They call it a sapphire cool. in the books. I don't know if it's something else here, but... It's cool. Yeah, because Sapphire is blue. That's kind of cool. <clears throat> yeah, I thought it was it was fucking sweet. The, my only thing is, and I don't know if I'm missing something, but I thought he didn't give a fuck because he got the dragon. Like, what happened? To, it was a fair trade, mother. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I got the dragon. Yeah, like, who? What, what the fuck's up with that, dude? And now he's like, now all of a sudden he's like, oh, I, I want your eye. Like, it's like, you didn't even care about that at dinner fucking last episode or the two episodes ago like the fuck are we doing here you got the answers Bobo because I don't got no it. I mean <laughs> I would say that just because he's fucking with them because he knows he's bigger and stronger and can fuck with them at any time so he's seeing if he can get a reaction out of a kid could be yeah you're not wrong that probably you're probably right actually <laughs> And they're half brothers, right? No, they're cousins. All right. Oh, I thought they were half brothers. God no, damn. They're cousins. All right, then never mind. Or they're niece and no, they're uncle and nephew. My bad. Uncle and nephew. Amen's Amen would be the little one's uncle. Okay. So he yes, he is. is nephew. That little dragon was mighty. He did not care how big that dragon other dragon was. He blew fire on his face. How far did that get him? It didn't help, but he still tried to stand his little ground. He did stand his own ground, but he got completely fucked up for it. He got his neck ripped off, his wings fucking flapping in the air. Pretty sure. I, Me and Bobby still don't know if the little boy's in the fucking dragon's stomach or not, or if he's falling 3,000 feet. But either way, I'm he's fucking he's dead. Falling. I thought he was falling from, from the right side yeah, of the From the way the, way the dragon ate, 
Luke and Eric's, it looked like fucking Luke was right in the center of the dragon's mouth. It looked like the kid got swallowed whole. Yeah, but it didn't <clears throat> insinuate that, like, the dragon ate him. The dragon seemed to just chomp, Dude, like, chomp and let go. He bit him. It, it seemed like he him. ate it because, like, as soon as he bit it, the body was gone and just the wings were falling. I could have swore I saw a little fucker. I, in thought, the he was, I thought he was falling. I, I don't know yeah, for sure. Saw, though, I believe I saw him falling. He's to the right of the shot when he's falling. He's on the I right side know. of the screen. From a way that one could honestly go either way. I could be wrong. Yeah. Uh, one of the underrated things about that scene, too, how about us finally getting to see the Stormlands? Which is my favorite region in Westeros. So I remember us talking back in high school, like fucking, oh, what's your favorite region? Where would we be from and and shit? And I always liked the Stormlands. I loved the Baratheons and shit. Uh, And to see Boros Baratheon, who's kind of like, he makes sense as a Baratheon. He's like proud and kind of a dick and loud. And like, that makes sense. Like, he seems like Robert Baratheon's ancestor. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's big and burly. Yeah. With the, the big beard and shit. Yeah, I did notice it was like a mini Robert Baratheon sitting there. Yeah, like, it, it made sense. Like, everything about Storm's End, actually, that worked for I thought that was, like, I know it wasn't the big part of the scene. Obviously, the dragon fight was. But the fact that it was in the Stormlands and rain was fucking coming down, at least before they got in the good weather and the kid got fucked up. But, I, I mean, finally getting to see Storm's End after for so long. I think we saw it once in Game of Thrones, like, early in the seasons before they really had the money to make it look cool. So, uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. I liked the episode. I also think Damon had some pretty big fucking balls going up to that dragon. And he was singing to him, letting him know that he was there and stuff. And he was just trying to, like, be killed because there was a dinosaur in the room. Yeah. I like he how knows David, how to, like, yeah, what's knows up? How to tame Damon knows how to tame dragons. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. It's nuts like to me. Porch was letting the dragon know, like, he's not there to hurt you. Like, I'm yeah. the help. Please need the help kind of moment. 100%. <laughs> Damon's a fucking dick, though. He strangled that bitch. <laughs> Shit was crazy. I mean, I mean, I it was he shouldn't have done that, but R- Rhaenyra did need a reality check, dude. I knew you were on like, his side. I, I was agreeing of, with him too. Like this is the time of war, and she's trying to play a chess move. Like, no, bitch, this is not the time, dude. Like. Your child was just fucking murdered, and you're still going to sit the back bench? Yeah, the fact that Otto Hightower did not get turned into a pile of fucking rubble in that moment is beyond me. Oh, me like too. That, she like, killed him. You dumb bitch. Like, I know. Like, she's surrounded. Yeah. <clears throat> fucking strike this man down, dude. And then it's like... It, but they really... They're really playing because in the books, it's another thing that changed a little bit because she was like along with Damon, like, oh, they killed my father. We're we're going to war. Uh, it wasn't entirely just Luke dying that made her, you know, want to really go after him. It was the king dying and them taking over and she was like ready to go immediately. They're kind of making her a little softer and a little, I think, just to be a little more like likable, I'm guessing. Because we're clearly supposed to root for the blacks and hate the greens. Right, right. Uh, At least that's how I'm taking it. 
Like, because every time I see a green, it's like, I want to punch him in the fucking face. Like, the, the mom's annoying. The fucking kids are annoying. Eamon's kind of cool, but he's a fucking little scumbag, too. So. Oh, and the look on his face all the time. I just want to slap that smirk off his face. Yeah, I agree. I know, Taylor. as soon as he was on the screen and looked at Bobby, I was like, I hate his fucking mouth. Yes, it's so fucking irritating. It is. He's, he's it's a good like villain. He looks like that all the time. I feel bad that that human being has to look like that because that shit is annoying. Aegon's not much better. Aegon looks like a little fucking. Oh, too. yeah. Aegon looks like fucking Tyler. <laughs> he does. That's he does. the first thing I pointed out. Uh, like when he's sitting at the table and he's just like not in the mood to fucking be there. I'm like, that kid looks like Tyler. <laughs> It does look like our, our buddy. Uh, House of the Jedi, I really, I, I did enjoy the episode. I, I, I don't know. There was, a, there was a couple scenes that, like, I was hoping for, like, a big battle, but I understand why they ended it. Like, like I'm, not, I'm not mad at it. They could have put no. a little more. They could have put, like, two huge kills in it. Like, we're going to be going House of the Dragon list for, like, two years. Like, you need to give us something to really think about, not just. A dragon eating another baby dragon scene real quick. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Should have been more action. <clears throat> just a little more. Matt Smith is just doing a great job. They all are. Yeah, they are. Yeah. It was nice to see the sea, uh, sea snake. We haven't seen him in a bit. Yeah. It was cool to see him back. His wife's a bad... Rainus is a badass bitch. I like her. Yes, I fucking know she is. <laughs> I even like I because uh, another another question, though, of ours, like, and, and me and Bobby even asked it last week, uh, we were both like, why didn't she just burn this fucking motherfucker to the ground, dude? And even and she gave us the answer. She's like, it's not my war to start. It's on you, motherfucker. Like, I'm not going right. to put my ass on the line. Like, that's on you. And it's like, that's understandable. The whole reason why she came up through that floor, it was to tell Allison that you know damn well that that position is supposed to be mine. And number two, you know damn well that position belongs to Rhaenyra. And I can yeah. wipe your entire fucking bloodline and your entire fucking house with one word. I love yep. her so much. She's a huge badass character. She is a badass. She was she was super badass. Yeah. Fucking she's, she's old too, old. right? What's up? Yeah, she's pretty old. Old ass. Uh, yeah, I would. Uh, what's your rating, Bobby? I, I'd give it like a nine. Yeah, like a nine, nine and a half. I'd give this last episode a nine. Would you? Yeah. I'd give it a nine, too. I agree with Sharon. It doesn't deserve that half. Yeah. It's it like, it, this season was damn good. I did enjoy it. I know, Sharon, you're a bit disappointed by it. It's not the same deal. Uh, I, I really do like it, though. I, I do... Th- it really did to me. It felt like the first couple seasons of Game of Thrones, to where it's I mean, building it's those getting blocks. There. Yeah. Um, I just 
I don't know. I, I guess we just didn't, wasn't a fan in how they set everything up. Yeah. And I mean, how many fucking times do we need to see a dead baby? Exactly. I don't need to see any more births. There were a lot of exactly. It is, and like I felt like the stillbirth was the one that should not have been shown. No. Because like that's like I mean I get like showing traumatic things for like the gore and like that experience, but that's like one of the most traumatic things a woman can go through, and I don't think a lot of the women who actually went through that in their life were not happy to see that. At all. HBO, so you're paying for it. This isn't I understand that, but, like, that's, like, one of the, like, very sensitive things in the world you don't really fuck around and toy with very much is, like, shit like that. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, I agree and I disagree because Game of Thrones and shit, like, they show full-blown fucking rape, and that's a very... Honestly, like, that's one of the very, 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 very... Very few things on this planet I would think is worse than rape is a still is giving birth to a stillbirth child. I don't. I mean, they're they're both pretty terrible things to go through, but uh, yeah. But it takes you like for it. But they didn't show the like you didn't see a porno of Ramsey Bolton. Like we saw the dead baby. It could have been very implied. Straight up, straight up. Like they insinuated it, but then they never showed it. They literally showed a dead baby come out of that bitch's vagina, dude. Yeah. Like she pulled that motherfucker out. You saw it drop. (laughs) They even put the sound effects of the squishing and the sound of the child just fucking like a sack of potatoes hitting the floor, like, dude, that was not necessary. I know. They did not need to show that at all whatsoever. I do get what they were trying to do with this whole, like, because I understand. Childbirth is one of the hardest things a human being and a woman can go through, and it was way harder back then. And I get that's what the show is trying to tell us. But this is, like, the fifth occasion now. Like, I understand. I get it. I get it. I fucking get it. I got it in the first episode when you cut the bitch up and she died. And, And I get it now. But, like, how many of these scenes do we need to see? That's what I was about to say, Dan. Like, I think this one was supposed to be, like, that traumatic because the last two that we saw was her mother getting sliced opened and it was all for nothing because the baby was dead. And then um, that um, that other girl that is uh, Valerian and her baby wasn't coming out, they were going to do the same thing they were going to do to Rhaenyra's mother, but she chose her own death. She was too weak to handle it. I think that scene with Rhaenyra was trying to show you Rhaenyra is going to have this baby and she's going to survive. It was showing her strength. Yeah, but we already said, I understand that, but then we don't need the scene of her giving birth to Joffrey and then walking, because they did that on the first time jump, too. Like, this is the second time we've seen Rhaenyra give birth. Like, that, that's that's a lot of birthing scenes. And it's, and it is like, a lot of birthing scenes. Maybe cut that one out then at least so that like, but, and I understand in the long shot of her taking the walk, that was kind of in the trail of blood. Like that was, it wasn't like that. I, it was interesting television and I see what they were trying to do. It's just been a lot of this. It's just been kind of like, damn, <laughs> like we've just been seeing a lot of it, but uh, I do, like, I do see what they're trying to do. Yeah. And like I kind of, I totally agree with Bobby now. Like it should have been more sound effects and like watching faces in the room react, not actually physically watching a dead baby come out of a woman. 
Yeah, you can imply everything without you showing. You know, when it showed his little arm and his foot, like I kind of started crying, and I was like, like I actually know women crying. in my life who have actually that's actually happened to, and like I've heard stories and shit. Like I can't imagine being the woman who's like excited to watch Game of Thrones, who's actually yeah. that's actually, that actually happened to, and they actually have to fucking watch it, like literally watch it, not just insinuated, yeah. like physically shown. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I imagine someone that even. Hasn't had it happen, to, but it's just a pregnant woman. Right. That'll fuck with your head, you know? Like, yeah, you know, I know. Like, pregnant like, women watching the show, and they're like, okay, I guess that's what it's going to be like. Yeah, you're pregnant with your first kid, and, like, you're already scared to death. Like, you've never been through this before, and you so watch this on TV. I get so in the other pregnant scenes, because, like, her doing giving birth and then making the walk up the stairs and down through the Capitol, like... That's like an impact kind of like scene. It's like to show how strong that Rhaenyra Targaryen is. This scene was completely fucking unnecessary, dude. This scene was showing you that this baby was not going to save her life. It was another strength scene for Rhaenyra, but it was too much. Because it actually showed the dead baby in the process and all that. But I think it was trying to show us that Rhaenyra, like, is not going to die this way. She is not going to, like... Let this take her. She has to do other shit. I'm all for the massive fucking blood guts and gore, dude. Like I'm a metalhead, and like I like I love that shit. Like blood guts and gore, that shit's awesome. Like that is one of the things you should not show on TV or on a movie. I, com- I completely and utterly agree. Yep, me too. I uh, there are a few things you don't show, and that's 100 one of them. And there's a couple things I didn't need. I still, I'm still bitching about Laris rubbing one out to the feet. I did not need to see that. I didn't need to see that either. <laughs> no. like, you didn't need to that show the hand going down the pants. And even fucking um, Aegon jerking off in the window. Like, there was no... You could have shown him reading a fucking book or something. That right. was that was kind of funny, but I do... Well, yeah, I, I don't... Fucking a girl yeah, or a bitch, like, dude. Like jerking off on and like with your cock out the window, dude. Like, what the fuck is that supposed to like? What impact is that supposed to put on the character in the show? That's and he stupid. doesn't care about the city. That's why he's just jerking off in the window. And well, yeah, like come on, I'll come on the city. Like, it is kind of, it is a little message that he don't give a fuck. I do see what they're trying to do. With it. I mean, uh, in in as much as you can get meaning out of a kid jerking off in the window, I do think that they were trying, like, oh, he doesn't care, he's reckless. That's, he just wants to get drunk. What did Matt Smith call him in this last episode? Is that, yeah, that little cunt. <laughs> like, he had me dying. Fucking perverted little cunt or something like that. I don't remember exactly, but it was something along those lines. What, that Damon said? Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember what it was, too. Yeah, when he's like, you're king. He's like, yeah, king's a little cut. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. Uh, yeah, so we're going to war now, and uh, next season's going to be fun. I'll see you in 2024. This is, It was a lot of fun talking mm-hmm. about it. Definitely. Yeah, well, that's what they said. Probably. It's not official. There hasn't been an official release date or time like given yet, but it's been officially greenlit. There will be a season two. We just don't know when. <laughs> I seen a post the other day about another spinoff Game of Thrones show. Yeah, about about the Sea Snakes adventures. No way, really. Yeah, yeah. it was a rumor though. It wasn't anything official. Yeah, like, that's Corliss. what I'm trying to get too much on it. I don't, I don't think Corliss get the whole show. Maybe a one uh, season limited series, like a six episode limited series thing, like they Wandavision. Can do so much with this universe, though. There's so many like 
spinoffs that could happen on event. Like George R. R. Martin really fleshed out that universe with history and shit. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this is fucking good. Uh, something else that was pretty damn good that we watched this week, uh, Black Adam. Fantastic. For sure. That was a really good movie. Yeah, that was an amazing movie. I thought it was phenomenal. Uh, just to talk, because I do want to shed light on a, a couple unknown. What did you think of Cyclone and Adam Smasher? Kind what of you useless. What do you roles in the movie? Kind of useless. Yeah. I felt like they were more of like a comedic, like flirty interest relief of the movie, but to me, they were honestly like completely useless to the movie as a whole. They had a couple cool action scenes, but they didn't need either. I mean, I, like, I did not, they played their roles fine, but it's just like they didn't need to be in the movie. I felt like it was an over, it was an overshot just to have them in the movie. Like, they should have had it when the JSA wasn't formed yet, and it was, like, being created, and it was just Hawkman and Dr. Fate. Yeah. No, they completely got overshadowed by Hawkman and Fate. But I do, like, the only thing I didn't like, because I thought Cyclone actually played pretty good, and I liked her powers. I I thought, because Cyclone's technically the Red Tornado's, uh, like, granddaughter or some shit, right? But... Which I don't think they ever say in the movie. But she was pretty good. And uh, some of those scenes where she was fucking shit up with the wind, it, it, it looked really cool. It was some nice eye candy. And she had a couple, like, cool seats. But Adam Smasher, he was, useless. he was just a fucking... I felt like they tried to go, like, way too... Like, he just felt like... I know, like, this might be... Like, you might not get this whatsoever. But I felt like he had that... Tom Holland, Peter Parker, like immaturity at first a little bit, like a little too much. Like I just didn't see, not like the, when he becomes a beast, or like I'm talking like, or like when he first got introduced and he was like, kind of like more of a hindrance sometimes. Not like, like he was just immature. And that's how like, it really felt like they were trying to play him like that. And it, I, that part didn't really work for it. Like he just comes in and fucks something up real quick. And then yeah. a Hawkman's like, you and me later, dude, <laughs> we're, we're having a chat. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I like how he kept saying, you and me. You and yeah. me. Like, I just thought he was just kind of there to be, like, the inexperienced one. That's At least that's how it felt. It felt like comic support. Yeah, c- comedic relief. I agree. That's it. You're like, I didn't, he was just, I don't know, other than that, he was pretty useless. Yeah. I mean, him stepping on, I mean, the powers are cool. I'm not saying anything about the powers. Right. Because him turning giant and fucking stepping on Black Adam for that minute, and Black Adam coming back up and fucking knocking him out, that shit was cool. It was cool. Uh, what did you think of finally seeing a live-action Hawkman? Elvis Hodge played a 100 out of 10. He absolutely nailed it out of the park. Elvis Hodge brought love and light to this character who has been shied away from the big screen for a long time, and I don't think anybody else should play him for a long time. Besides Elder Hodge. He absolutely nailed it out of the park and did phenomenal. I do agree. And I know you and me disagreed on this a little bit before. 
I do think he got his ass kicked a little much. Yeah. I thought he was on the receiving I mean, end of a little too many beats. Because he kept fighting Black Adam, and Dr. Fate even said none of us here can control him. Like, it's, it's stupid that Hawkman kept trying to go after him. But yeah. he knows he's going to keep losing every time. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's stupid. So, and they did it like four or five times. Like, and the last time, Doctor Fate's fucking popping a mint, laughing, talking shit, making jokes. <laughs> like, like they start to not even give a fuck right. anymore because they're just still battling it out. And I thought like it was cool because, and it plays to because Hawkman in the comics, he's a very stubborn man. Like it's like his way or the highway. Like the, there's one way that's right, and this way's wrong. So like it was comic accurate, and they did it very well. But it's like. Fucking tap out at some point, mm-hmm. bro. You're getting your ass smashed. Or work with him and do something. Yeah. He did a really good job. Like, he, him, Dr. Fane, and The Rock and Black Adam, like, they all absolutely killed their performances. 10 out of 10 oh. for all three of them. Pierce Bronson fucking delivered one of the best performance. Like, everything I thought Dr. Fate could be, he was like, I just finally right. seeing, like I was so excited and I like Adam Smasher and Cyclone, like for what they are in the JSA comics or whatever, but finally getting to see a live action Hawkman and Dr. Fate. I was super fucking pumped for it. Cause those are more not like B listers, but they're not like the founding members of the justice league or anything. Like they're huge member, the founding members of the JSA. So that might mean more, but they're not like in that top roster when really I feel like they should be. I think they're they right. shouldn't be as deep cut as they are. So to finally see them in a fucking movie and to see Doctor Fate be cool and classy and all these things like it's right. just like that that character was played tremendously well. Pierce Bronson deserves a fucking Emmy almost for for a movie that didn't have much deep acting. Like he he really nailed it. I agree with you, and I also like how genuine the friendship was between Hawkman and Dr. Fate. Like, you could feel that they were, like, they were buddies, man. Yeah. It felt good, but, like, I hope they bring Dr. Fate back. They will. I think he's stored somewhere inside the helmet of Naboo. I think Naboo's got him somewhere. Unless they bring somebody else. There's been so many. They might have yeah, somebody else to do fate. So, but we'll see. I, 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 my, and my quite my last question about the supporting characters: Would any of these you think could any of these four individuals lead their own movie, or do you think they just show up in other shit? Doctor Fate, Pierce Brosnan is Doctor Fate. And there anybody else playing Doctor Fate? I believe should be featured in other movies. I don't think he quite deserves his own movie, not yet at least. I do think Hawkman should get his own movie, like about like Thanagari, like the planet Thanagar. Yeah. Like about Hawkgirl and bring everybody in and do an origin about Thanagar, about the planet and Ends Metal, and talk about that, like how Black Panther did with Vibranium and Wakanda and shit. Like, Aldatad should do, like, something very similar with Stanagar and Nth Metal. Yeah. Other than that, the other two, one, definitely, please don't give them their own movie. 
just keep them featured the way they were. There's very sad characters in their other movie and maybe give them a couple power moments in a big crossover film. But I've got some Dr. Fate down the road, yes, but not now for sure. I definitely just keep putting him in other movies. But I definitely think Hawkman, with Aldous Hodge as the star of the movie, would, would should be one of the things that should come in the future. Really? Sure. Okay. Yep. I wouldn't be mad at it. I do think like an Indiana Jones-style Dr. Fate movie would be a lot of fun too, though. It would be, but like I said, not yet. Let them fuck around with the universe a bit more and let Dr. Fate be included in some more JSA projects. And then, like, fuck around and, like, throw Hawkman and, like, let's do a Thanagar origin movie. There's never been a movie about Thanagar, and, like, that would be excellent. That would be really fun. I agree. Is someone here? Is someone here? I think that would be badass, dude. I Doctor Fate looks so cool. Like, what are the coolest looking comic characters to see that on screen? Like when he was really hey, doing his shit. Hold on a second, Bobby's outside. Oh, are you good? Oh, never mind, he's good. Sorry, what were you saying, Dan? My bad. Fucking Doctor Fate. What are the coolest like looks in comics to see to see him? Like on the screen, finally, like when he was really doing his thing, Doctor Fate looks so fucking cool. Dude. He looked cool. He did. He just that that cool look. Visual. I love the helmet. I've always loved the helmet, and to finally see that on on screen. The cool visual. It was. I mean, this whole I know, movie. But I like how it didn't show it pristine or perfect. It looked like it's been through some shit because it's had different owners. I like that aspect of it too. Yeah, it's a little yeah, a little helmet. dirty, a little oh. tinted. Yeah. And it's from a different planet. Exactly. I remember the Twister girl saying that, like, if you touch it, it could either turn you, basically, like, just blow you up, you know, kill you, or it, like, or it shows you, like, your deepest, like, darkest sadness or some shit like that. And if, um, why did Hawkman just, like, grab it? Because he don't give a fuck. But it didn't do anything to him. Like, so what does that mean? Well, I think because Kent, I I don't know. Maybe because they've been friends for so long, and maybe he before. And he's like known with artifacts and shit, so maybe he. Hawkman. Yeah. Oh, okay. I also agree with what Sharon was saying because I asked Bobby that too, and I like I'm just assuming they're that good of friends that the helmet knows that Hawkman's good that he's allowed to touch the helmet. Right. I think it does. And Fate's left the helmet with people before, and it didn't do anything with them. He gave it to a monkey before, so. Wow. Well, Detective Chimp. Well, no, it was Detective Chimp. He did. Detective Chimp could have talked to it, but he gave him the helmet. Uh, yeah, it was fucking badass. Badass visual. This movie was basically one giant action scene, and I I loved it for that. I thought it was the most eye candyish movie of all time, and it was fucking amazing. I like how The Rock wasn't too rocky in it. He was like he was actually just trying to be an actor, and it wasn't about The Rock. It was about Black Adam. I agree. I I heard some people like, oh, he sounded too like robotic, or like, yeah, but this dude's a cold-hearted killer. Like, what do you want him to sound? Right. 
like he's five thousand fucking years old. Like he's not going to be talking all slang like. He's yeah. going to be talking like a slave. Exactly. So, I I thought I thought he played it well. I mean, Rock was born to be a superhero. Let's face it. So. Oh yeah. The fact that he the only one he ever wanted to do is Black Adam, and he finally got to do it. It's amazing. Uh, obviously, that post credit scene, Henry Cavill's back. He announced it on Instagram. We broke it on the show last week. But yeah, Henry Cavill's officially back as Superman, and we got to see him. That post credit scene, what did you guys think of that? I thought it was fucking awesome. I like his little Jerry curl, and his suit is fucking gorgeous. <laughs> it is. Very happy he's back. I just wish the internet didn't exist sometimes, so even though this show wouldn't be possible, but <laughs> I, I wish I didn't know it, about it upcoming a little bit. Like, part of me, like, that surprise would have been fucking awesome. Just not thinking about Henry Cavill and then seeing him on the screen. But uh, being hyped up for it was cool, too, so I'm not bitching. I just, that's a small gripe. You can't really get away with surprises anymore. Yeah, I'm really glad he's back, though. Me too. What do you think you talk to him about? Uh, he can't be killing motherfuckers, dude. Even though, if it is canon with Snyder's shit, uh, he's a killer, too. <laughs> so, I mean, he's fucking... They're gonna like the next Superman movie is gonna be him and Black Adam. No, The Rock even confirmed Black mm-hmm. Adam versus Superman is definitely not the next movie. Oh, God damn it! We're getting Man of Steel too. That's what's gonna happen. I, I don't know if it's gonna be called that. It might be called Man of Tomorrow. It might be called, you know, Beacon of Hope or some shit like that. But it's gonna be a Superman movie, and yeah, I think no, that's what we need. No, I hope it's like Brainiac or Mongol or... That would be my picks. Those two or even like uh, Metallo. Between those three. I think a movie version of the Eradicator would be bad. I don't like Eradicator. I wouldn't... Yeah, I would give it a shot, but... No, I think anybody but Lex. That's all I'm asking for. I just don't want Lex. You guys hate on Lex too hard. I've just seen a lot of them. And the last version sucked. Yeah, they get a different actor, maybe. Well, I know. and I would, it, well, They would have to get a different actor. I 100% agree with that. I cannot yeah. stand the fact that they are using that twerpy little pussy from Zombieland to play Lex Luthor. It is insanity. And I lo- I do love Lex Luthor as a character, and he's great in comics and shit, but he's been very overused in cinema. Mr. Krabs' voice is Lex Luthor. Like, at least it's something or somebody as dominating as, well, I can't say Mr. Krabs, but the actor who plays Mr. Krabs, because... He's the cop in Shawshank Redemption that's beating the fuck out of everybody. And it's just he's the main villain in it. Like, Superman and Lois, that show. Or not Superman and Lois, but uh, uh, The Adventures of Lois and Clark. Fucking Lex is there. Fucking uh, Smallville, Lex is there is one of the main villains. 
the first Superman movie, of course, is Lex. Superman Returns, Lex. Uh, you know, Batman vs Superman, Lex. It's just there's been a lot of yeah. But uh, and there's so and there's some good fucking Superman villains that have kind of got pushed to the side. So in some way, shape, or form. We'll see Lex Corp for sure, but... He has to be. He's a DC problem. I don't know how to take Lex Luthor because, okay, I watch Justice League and I watch a bunch of other fucking DC cartoons and movies, and Lex is a bad guy, and Lex is a good guy. He wants what's going to benefit him the most. That's also what I figured is it's not really a good or bad thing. It's a Lex thing. Like Lex Luthor becomes the president at one point. Jesus. Yeah, but on a negative intention. <laughs> He's not like. Uh, and I love that line in the in the. I think it's in the cartoon when he's like, "You know how much power I would have to give up to become president." <laughs> it was the yeah. coolest line. I was like, "Damn, that dude's a bad motherfucker." But uh, he yeah he, he does become president. He and he he's been like the central part of so many like all these, like, the Justice League, all these big groups get together to fight this fucking human being, which is cool. Like, Lex isn't a man, but there's just been a lot. And I, I'd be I'd be down with a, him in a different way. I just don't want it to be Henry Cavill versus Lex Luthor. I think we need something. No, you gotta have a different villain. Yeah. Yeah, like, you need a main villain. There's nothing wrong with having Lex as a I think, villain. I think they should do something like the totality first. Oh, did you read that? Yes, I did. I think they should do that first, like the totality, because Black Luther, is a big part of that storyline, but yeah. he switches and has to change the heart in the story. And that's a really strong, like good. That's a really good story, dude. You just said Black Luther only benefits himself. So is it for himself, or is he actually good? You, there is a whole, there's a whole reason why he changes. There's a whole like story behind it. But like the childhood of like Martian Manhunter when he came to Earth as a child, he was with Lex Luthor as a child. They were friends as kids. They did a whole like relationship thing, and like Lex takes the power of Perpetua, and like does like doom with it. Like just complete causes complete utter chaos across the multiverse. Like it's just, like from the whole type of shit they're doing, this is the perfect storyline. Yeah. No, the totality well, would be fucking very good. Uh, but so, the thing about Lex with the with the baby, hot girl and Martian Manhunter's child broke yeah. Martian out of his Martian or Lex Luthor absorbed Martian Manhunter with the totality power. Oh my god! So the child Martian from the sixth dimension version of Martian Manhunter and Hawk Girl's child came to our dimension and sucked Martian out of Lex Luthor basically, wow. and like basically killed him and took all his power away. Because he didn't have all Martian's powers to be able to handle withstanding all the power he had. Wow. Right. It's, an incredible, it's an incredible story, dude. It's honestly one of my favorite like Justice League comics I've read, and it would be fucking perfect to do right now with the reboot and what, like, what they want to do. I really like Martian movie. Martian Manhunter is my favorite fucking DC character. He's I my favorite one. Agree. I completely agree. Martian Manhunter needs to be done. Fucking ace. I just want a Martian movie. Me too. There's so much good shit. Exactly. It has the core Justice League members part of the totality and it brings in Martian and even explains Martian as a child. It's the perfect it's the perfect story. Yeah, it's a movie it's with It has lanterns, it has the Flash, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. 
Yes. It has Lex Luthor, has all of the Legion of Doom. I'm pretty sure Black Adam's even in it. He is. He Dr. Something in that too? I'm pretty sure he is, yeah. I fucking love Dr. Psycho. They show a panel of all of the Legion of Doom behind Lex Luthor with all the power. I'm pretty sure Dr. Psycho's in it. I think Dr. Psycho is in that OD at that point. To kind of... And just to answer your question earlier, Danielle, about what what does like Lex do it for? I'd say it's more in his head. If there was no Superman, I think Lex Luthor thinks he's the ultimate superhero and he's the good guy, and that's like his. At least that's how that's, uh, that's the how the interpretation I take it. Without Superman, he, like he could be doing all this good and he could be helping the world, but Superman's in the way, and I think that's his way of thinking. So it's kind of like... He needs to be the best. Yeah, it's kind of like an ego problem. It's completely yes. ego, really. It is an ego. And it bothers him that, like, there's this person that can do so much that him or nobody else can do. And it really, like... And that thing has to go away for him to be, like, the best he can be. And he's, like, proved it sometimes. Like, there's some storylines, because, I mean, Superman's died a couple times in comics. There's been a couple times where... Lex proves that and he becomes like a good guy and like he really helps out the community and he's great. But then there's times where he goes fucking nuts. So like, yeah, totality would be damn good. It really would be. I think that's the the perfect story they should go with for like the next like universe plan. It's like to use that. It's got perpetual, like a Thanos level kind of villain, dude, way bigger than Thanos. It's a really good I mean, storyline. She's not my favorite, but I wouldn't be mad at it. Bro, she's basically God. She is. I just I don't love Perpetua. I'm 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 not gonna lie to you. That's the only reason I don't love her. I know what she is. I'm just not a huge fan of her. <laughs> I do. I know the what character. I just I've read the stories. I just don't. She she's not my favorite world like even like and she corrupts Darkseid a couple times but like Darkseid I put Darkseid way above Perpetua like is what I would want to see in a movie I don't so, I like, don't really maybe, I would yeah but in ma- and like matches the level of power like Perpetua not is one power, of the no no obviously she's one of the most powerful things ever Snyder like envisioned her to be that but. I'm talking like favorites and what I would want to see in film. I don't know if I'd want to see Perpetua build up to her. Or even start with it her. Be be that's kind of I think the story would work. Yeah. Totality really is a good Because, like, it brings in the darkness and, like, shows the darkness and, like, it has a whole, like, huge multiverse level threat. It has the regular street villains and all the normal villains. Like, they could just take 10 years and build up to it, dude. Yeah. And then they have, like, what the Avengers did and have Justice League Totality Part 1, Justice League Totality Part 2, and they finish it out with Perpetual and Lex Luthor and, and Perpetual being locked away behind the source wall again. 
I had to remember for a second how the story is laid out. How can you trap the creator behind something? Because they use her son's powers and the weapons that they use, and like, they trap her back behind the source wall, and the Flash does some shit with, this, with all the forces, because that's when all the forces start coming out. Okay. That's what I mean. Like, it would be an incredible fucking movie, especially with today's technology and all the CGI and everything, dude, like, with all the forces like the speed force and like all that strength shit and I I forget the name of all the forces. It wouldn't be my first pick. Like I would build up to the totality. I don't know if I would start with fucking totality. That's what I mean. Like the first 10 year plan, like after 10, like you build all the way up to it. Release three Superman movies, three Batman movies, three Wonder Woman movies, a couple Martian movies, and a single Black Adam. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'd probably start with like high yeah. I'd probably go cartoon and start with the White Martians, to be honest. Or have them involved. Start start a little simple. The White Martians, yeah, you, they talk about that in the totality, so they can even do the White Martian thing in that storyline. Yeah, but they, like... Or they can be a main event villain, though. Like, they can headline their own movie. Well, not headline it, but you know what I mean. They can be the main villain for a movie. Whether it be Justice League or just a Martian Manhunter movie. Because Morrison's run, they're that hyper-clan supergroup. And, like, they're, like, new superheroes that are more dangerous or whatever. And, and like a little more brutal and shit and the Justice League kind of opposes them and the big reveals that they're white Martians. That that'd be a cool thing to see on a on a movie screen. Yeah. No, but Black Adam was good. What? I was wondering if you guys were still on the news. No, we haven't started it yet. We haven't started no. the, the, the same part of the episode. Black Adam was a damn good movie. Do we have any more thoughts on Black Adam? Because, I, I, like, by the way, did you notice that that scene in the trailer where he takes the wing off the plane, that wasn't in the movie? Yeah, I noticed that. That wasn't in there at mm-hmm. all. I was waiting for that scene the whole fucking movie, and I never saw it. When he's, like, flying next to the plane, looks at it, and just fucking slaps the wing off of it. Not in the movie. Yeah, never made it. Yeah, they were telling him to go down, and he's like, no. And like, yeah, I guess they scrapped it. It must have not made the final cut. Yeah, it was just in the trailer, which is pretty cool. Yeah, Bobby talked about if Dwayne Johnson released his own cut of Black Adam, like the Rock's cut, where it's more <laughs> brutal, that scene is happening, and like, bro. Yeah, there was the movie was originally rated R, but they cut down the violence yeah. and made it a PG-13. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, man, I bet you if, like, The Rock released his own fucking cut, it'd be bitching. I bet you they'll release they an unrated version. I bet you they'd release an unrated version when it comes out on DVD. Oh, why did they cut out? Dude, this man fucking... By the way, Sabak's the main Dude. villain. We forgot to mention that. This man rips Sabak in fucking half, bro. Grabs I know, but apparently yeah. there's a lot of fucking, like, bloody, like, violence that they cut down the movie because it was originally... Rated R. For real? Yeah, but then when it was released in theaters, it was PG-13. So they, they made a lot of cuts and took a lot of the violence out. Uh-oh. 
Those sons of bitches. Uh, yeah, but I liked the movie that came out. I thought it was good. I thought Sayback ended up being an all even though you don't really see him until like the third act. But uh, yeah, it was good. Black Adam was badass. I more from Sayback, but he was still a really cool, awesome villain. The underworld was awesome, and the way Satan and all the other demons looked was fucking badass. It was it was really cool. It was the best, definitely the best superhero film of the year this far. Yeah, I agree Black on the Sayback thing. It, but I'm, Black Panther might be might be a better movie, but as of right now, Black Adam is the best superhero movie of the year so far. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I thought Sayback did it. A pretty good job, but you got to think this was kind of stuffed with adversaries for him. Like Hawkman's basically an antagonist to him for half the movie. Then you got Intergang, and then Sabak at the end. So there was a lot of people for this dude to fight. <laughs> Intergang's a Superman nod, so I think that's another reason why they brought Intergang in because they knew they were going to bring Superman back. So I have a feeling they're going to do that in Metropolis in the movie, maybe with Superman. Oh, yeah, Intergang's been around for a while. And they've fucked with numerous villains. Or heroes. But, uh... I think we need to reboot and redo another Green Lantern movie. I completely agree. But do it right this time, because the first one was a complete, utter, atrocious, fucking cesspool of trash. It was complete what? dog shit. First Green Lantern movie with Ryan Reynolds. That oh, movie yeah. was god awful. They need to do it again. They need to do it again, and they need to cast Zach Afron to tell Jordan. It is a good casting. Tell Jordan be getting pussy. Uh, he could play Cal Jordan or Kyle Rayner, either fucking one. He could be good as hell. He's kind of old now, so I think he'd be as hell. I think he'd be perfect as hell, Jordan. Like, absolutely perfect as hell, Jordan. All right. I give Black Adam a 9.5 out of 10. I, I would definitely agree. The only thing that didn't make this movie a perfect movie for me was the fact that Dr. Fate died. And I don't know what they're going to do with him now, but I'm upset that he, that he died. I give it a 9.8. I really like that movie. I agree with Danielle. I thought Kelly it was fucking nice. I know, right? She still remembers when you were okay. talking shit about it, though. But, uh... That's, uh <laughs> Shut up, Dan, you're lying. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> well, let's get into the headlining news, then. Black Adam was fucking amazing. Can't wait to see more. Rock said... Dr. Fate will be back, so I'm sure he will. Uh, great movie. Hold on. Now, Before we get to that part, what did you think about that Ant-Man trailer? It looked all right. Honestly? I thought it looked really good. It's no Spy Kids. Because it looks a lot like Spy Kids, but yeah, the memes. But honestly, the show, the movie looks really good. Kang's introduction looks really good. The way that the CGI looks for the quantum realm is fucking fantastic. Right. 
Absolutely top-notch. It really looks like a really good movie. and It looks very promising. I can't say it looks like an excellent movie, but it looks extremely promising. I'll watch it. I'm interested to see what's up. I'm That's not going to sure. watch it. Uh, all right, are you ready? Uh. Uh, DC Films. We have a new head of DC Studio, two new heads. David Zaslav has hired uh, Peter Safran and James Gunn to to run this bitch. That's the new Feige. Gunn is Feige for DC. That's pretty much what's going on, and this other dude. But one of Bobby's favorite directors of all time, uh, Eat a big. Uh, why uh, why are you so pissed off, Bob? <laughs> tell, me, tell me tell me what's going on. Personally, I have nothing against James Gunn. Probably a really sure? good dude. He has some <laughs> decent some decent work. You know what I mean? I like some of his stuff. I'm really not a fan of most of James Gunn work. I really don't like his style and his visions. Guardians movies were decent. They were cheesy, but they were really decent. James Gunn is the kind of person that is known for using characters that nobody gives an absolute flying fuck about, and then make, makes them good. That he did a good job with that, making little decent like one-off flicks. And Peacemaker was a really good show. I admit, Peacemaker was really good. But I don't. I strongly do not believe that James Gunn is the correct person to head an entire DC universe. He might be able to make a decent flick. I strongly do not believe that he can be the head of the universe. I don't much know much about Peter Safran, so I can't really say much about him. But I, I, don't, I don't agree with James Gunn at all. But why not? <laughs> why can't he do it, Bobby? He did go with Peacemaker. And like I said, he focuses on characters that don't fucking matter. Like, he made this whole blockbuster movie with the Suicide Squad. A lot of people liked it. I didn't. It was fucking... I thought the movie was trash. He used stupid-ass fucking characters. The main member of the Suicide Squad, Harley Quinn, he basically sidelined her for the movie. He had her fucking javelin dive into a starfish eye. Stupid as fuck. Made the fucking... The main plot of the character of the movie be some fucking homeless bitch who lives in the sewers that summons rats. And a dude who literally throws polka dots. Like, okay, dude. And then the first half of that movie was a complete trash and a complete, like, mess. The the first 45 minutes of that movie made complete, utterly no sense. Ratcatcher was fucking phenomenal. Heart of the movie. That movie was great. Um, I don't know what what you've been smoking, my friend, but James Gunn, I think, is actually a pretty good fate. He loves comic books. He loves this world, dude. If you're going to pick anybody, it's not just some suit, you know. You finally got one of us in this bitch. That's why I'm so excited for it. And he's proven he knows what he can do. Peacemaker's one of the best superhero shows ever made. And that was his baby. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 and 2 were both really great superhero movies. And you got to think, Guardians of the Galaxy, when that came out, that was fucking like... Uh, pushing the needle, man. That was like fucking new gen. Like we, Infinity War wasn't out yet. Shit like I that. I didn't even know who Guardians of the Galaxy were. Nobody did. That was the thing. 
He took a fucking really underrated group, man. I didn't like it. When the first Guardians came out, I didn't like it. I didn't rewatch Guardians 1 and actually somewhat enjoy the movie until Guardians 2 came out. The first time I watched Guardians 1, I seen it in theaters. I didn't like it at all. I thought it was stupid. Black. And speak for yourself, Dan. I knew who Guardians were. Well, yeah, you were, you were a big Marvel head. But the general audience, and if you know who Guardians were, you know that they didn't mean a damn for a long time in the comics. That's a lesser known group. What did they have, like two series? I knew Guardians. that. I knew who Rocky Raccoon and Groot were before the movie came out. The rest of them I didn't know anything about. Yeah. It's like I knew Deadpool before Deadpool was cool. <laughs> but he made the Guardians a household name again. So, not again, he made them to begin with. He, I think That's James Gunn... He's known for characters that nobody knows about. He's known for doing that. Like, Okay, let him continue but to do that. Let him do some fucking. Let him do but some black shit. Thing. There's like, so much more to DC than just Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. The, I mean, I know there is. That's my. That's not my point. Don't let him helm the universe. Don't let him be the head of the universe. The main focus of the universe focuses on those three. That's why they're called the Trinity, and all major stories DC's ever consisted of centers around those three people. It'll always happen if Will for the end for the beginning of DC to the end of DC. It'll always focus yeah, around that three. Yeah, somebody else that can flush out the other characters. Well, yeah, to, to help them along. I completely agree with you. I don't agree with. I agree with. Okay, this I disagree with James Gunn being the head lead of DC Studios. I don't disagree with James Gunn working for DC Studios. He should still be a director. And James Gunn should do a movie based on other characters in the Justice League or in the universe that nobody really knows about and should know. Like, he should make a Red Tornado movie. He should make a Dead Man movie. He should make a Hawkgirl or even a Hawkman movie about Santa Car that you and I were talking about earlier. Like, he should do movies like that. He shouldn't be doing big crossover epic movies with the Justice League that helms Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, Cyborg, Aquaman, and Martian Manhunter. Like, he's not that guy to do that. He's the guy to bring back the other characters of the Justice League who are actually essential members of the League but haven't been shown and nobody fucking knows about it unless you're a hardcore DC fan that reads comics like Dan and I do. Like, I bet you Sharon has no idea who, like, Mr. Terrific is, no idea who Miracle Man is, no idea who, like I said earlier, like, a fucking... You mean Mr. Like, any, like, Dead Man and Red Tornado, like, nobody knows these characters. He's the guy to bring these characters to light and bring them to the spotlight and show they're actually good characters and belong in the league. He's not the dude to helm the whole universe as the crossover guy to be the dude to be the Feige of the universe. Okay. And I I have two responses to that, because I agree with most of that. And I do, but my thing is, there's not going to be, he needs to be the guy of the head, because without someone like that, those characters aren't being made. It's just going to be a fucking Batman reboot, uh, another Superman movie. It's not going to, it's going to be more of the same, unless you have a James Gunn that's like, uh, Dead Man, fucking The Question, Phantom Stranger, like, let's do shit like this, like, let's give the rogues a TV shit, like, like, he's the guy that's gonna make shit like that happen, it's not, like, some suit, it's gotta be somebody like him, like, so I agree, he should work on those characters, but I don't think he's gonna be given those characters, allowed to do that, unless he's the fucking head making those decisions. So, if if he's doing only that, if, like, since he's co, like, he's co, 
doing this with Peter Safran and James Gunn focuses on the backside of DC. He might just give Safran the lead. You know? Nobody knows about what James Gunn is known for doing and does that. Like I said, with like Red Tornado, Dead Man, Mr. Terrific, Miracle Man, like all those kinds of people. Miracle Man is the technically not Go DC. Absolutely. Go do that. Bring shit. Change the Zam around make him good again. Like Wonder Girl and all that. Like, yeah, do that. But the other dude or somebody else that they replaced Peter Safran, like, they should do the big epic Justice League shit that focuses on the core members and the big events. I don't think James Gunn's that guy to do that part of the universe. I don't see him being successful in that aspect of the universe, but the back shit and everybody else, like doing, like like I said earlier, those kinds of characters, bringing them to light, he is the guy to do that. I can't disagree with that. There's nobody else better that can do that better than James Gunn. But yeah. To leave all the big epic parts of the universe, the big crossover events, like if they did a totality movie storyline, I don't think James Gunn's the guy to be the, 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 the head of all of it at all. But how you haven't seen him come up with a plan. That's my only thing. He could have the best plan of everybody right now. Maybe he's leading up to the top. You don't know what he's thinking. You don't know what he's capable of. So that's my only thing, like, we don't know what he can do with the Flash, so let's give it a shot. We don't know what he can do with Martian. Or, and I think if anyone's getting a Martian Manhunter made movie made, it's fucking James Gunn. Like, and I think a lot of these characters, we don't know what he can do with them. So, like, let's give it a shot. And I don't like. It's not like it's going to be Martian Manhunter and Superman making dick jokes. Fucking, uh, it's going to be a buddy comedy. Like, it's not going to be like he. It's not all going to be his style. You got to remember, he's going to have uh, various writers and directors with their own style, their own tone, and he's just the guy like, hey, we need to build up to this. Huh? If he's greenlighting movies and greenlighting certain characters that have movies, and like like I said, if James Gunn comes out and they do Man of Steel 2 and they do it correctly, are they bringing in somebody who really will actually do a really good job with the movie, or if they bring back Zack Snyder and make him do Man of Steel 2? Yeah. And then they sign Affleck back. Make Affleck have his own solo movie like he deserves, whether it be Deathstroke or somebody else, as long as it's not fucking Joker again. Yeah, and then he brings back Gal Gadot. Like he, that has to be his first move. If I'm going to trust James Gunn to be the head of this universe, like everybody was like saying and the way you're saying it, he needs to bring back and officially bring back the Trinity needs to be his first move. It has to be. You have to bring the three. It has to be Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman. You have to make sure they're back. Because you're gonna, yeah. your universe is going to fail without them three. You, you can't do it without them. You're one step ahead of the game. you got Henry Cavill back, Superman's back, Man of Steel 2 is in the works. Yeah. You're one step ahead of the game. you got two more to go. I agree. I do agree that the Trinity needs to be a priority, but Zad, that's the first thing Zaslav said. The, the the owner of this bitch of Discovery Warner all of it that's the first thing he, so I feel like the, that's already in the plans and we see that with Cavill coming back so I don't think like we need to be too worried about that I think that's already a priority I, I think like making those characters huge but I think uh, getting Gun is also a W because then you can get the Mister Terrifics you can get Mister Miracle Miracle Man's not DC <laughs> it's killing me not correcting you on that Mister Miracle oh yeah but uh, uh Scott Free but there's those characters, I think we can get those along the way, too, with help from a guy like Gunn. I don't know if anybody else can bring that to life, especially someone that doesn't know comics, because then you won't know them. You have to, like you said, you've got to be a comic fan to know those characters. And I think they would be great in their own movies, some of those. Uh, a lot of them. I would love to see a Dead Man movie. I would love to see all this shit. But 
you need somebody that's actually going to make it happen. I think Gunn could be that guy. Like, hey, like, Saffron, if you want to fucking run the league and do that there, yeah, but I want Mr. Terrific over here. I want the question to do this. Like, like, can we make this happen too? Like, I think that it could blend really well. And, like, you could have, like, a live-action Justice League, but also have, like, a really cool, like, even a, a JSA solo movie or something like that. Like, you, you could have other cool shit, too. And I, I don't know. I, I, I have hope. I have faith, Albert. I have faith. I, I mean, like I said, it, it depends on what he does. If, 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 like, if he does yeah. certain things in the universe, like, I'm not going to complain about it. I'm not mad about it. But for him, like, leading absolutely everything in the universe, that's where I kind of get upset, and I don't I don't trust James. He might be a fan of the comics. He might be a dead fan. Like, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be a fucking grade A and make fucking terrific movies about it now that you're given the reins to do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean you're going to make this universe absolutely epic. I know yeah. for a fact that you can take these back characters and you can make them at least halfway decent. I know you can do that. You've shown it several times over the course of the last, like, 15 years. Several times. They'll continue to do that, but with our characters now instead of Marvel characters. Yep. And if you're going to uh, be the head of DC, green light all those projects, bring those characters to light, let somebody else do the main Justice League and all the epic crossovers. You got it. He's shown first. I think if you're shown, then we can, you know, care about your opinion. But I at least want to see what he can do with DC World. If he does do it like bright and as good as Galaxy is, I think he can give DC that darkness and that good story as well because Guardians of the Galaxy really helps keep together. Yeah, but now they're fucking now Zach now James Gunn now that he's not doing that that fucking series it's trash now dude that fucking holiday special they're about to release looks absolutely Bobby, fucking stupid as fuck. It's a holiday special. Yeah, let it go. that's the point. Why are you doing? Why are you taking center characters like this and making them worry about Earth Christmas when they're not even on Earth? Okay. That's the point about Earth. They're not even on Earth. Like they're on some whack ass fucking planet. So like I I mean I like the movies but like they they could have been better. Like the direction they're going now, like they're not they're not great. You're nuts. You are nuts. Uh I, I do I do see what you're saying though, and I just we gotta give them a shot. I, I've listened to James Gunn speak about this stuff so many times and I've seen him in so many interviews. I know how much he loves this shit. Yeah. I'm not, see, like, it depends on where the direction goes. If he takes the right path, then I can't be upset with James Gunn, but I don't have a feeling he's going to take the right path, and I don't have a feeling like he's going to be the guy that's going to make this universe what the fans of DC deserve to see. I don't think I he's guess that guy. We'll see. I guess we'll see, but I do know how much he loves and cares about this shit. So I do think that he will be here at least. Because you can have stupid fucking weird opinions and make certain characters do shit that's stupid. 
if he loves it, he won't let his opinion in it. So only try to. And it's like even if even if he is the head of other studios, he's not the only brain that's going to be behind these movies. Other people are going to be throwing their senses in and changing shit. Right? New actual screenwriters exactly. actually working for that movie and directors and shit. Like they're going to be fucking with shit. It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be that great because he's in the head of it. He's the one who's supposed to control the where the universe is supposed to go. That's where I don't really have faith with him because I don't think he's going to pick a very cool, like, dark, really epic, super powerful storyline that's going to fit all these characters and it's going to show them, like, to their true power and everything. Like, he's not going to fit par with what they're supposed to live up to. He's going to do something fucking stupid and, like, it's like having an 800-foot starfish again. Like, he's going to bring back something stupid. He's going to be sitting at the table for people who are going to help guide him. I think it's going to work out. I really do. I think you got some good heads now. I think these people really care about it. I think you got Rock as kind of an advisor in a way. Cavill's back. I think we're headed in a pretty good direction, and I'm not worried. I I, I have faith. I think Marvel's been steadily going down, and I think DC's steadily going up. We just proved it with Black Adam. So, uh, One thing I didn't do. Can we close out the show by talking shit about movie critics? For the love of God, I'm not skipping over that. <laughs> oh yeah. All of them can fucking literally suck the sweat off my balls, dude. Like hard body, all of them, every single one of you. Giving Black Adam a forty fucking percent, saying the movie had terrible character development, bad pacing, weak action scenes, and The Rock was a very bad performance. Like you're out of your yeah, goddamn fucking you mind. Are out of your- like, were you guys drunk in this fucking movie theater? Dude, if you were drunk, the movie would have been better. Yeah. Uh, I fucking hate it. I It tells you what a discrepancy it is that the audience score is 90 fucking percent. And even Rock was like, that's all I care about, which was his nice way of saying, suck my he, fucking cock. He didn't even bother even showing the Rotten Tomatoes number when he posted it on Twitter and Facebook, dude. It doesn't fucking matter. He didn't do it for the Rotten Tomatoes or the critics. No. He did it for the fans, and that's the score that mattered. That's Dude, why it's so high. Rock sitting at the fucking DC table. He obviously cares about what. See, I, I, I don't think the Rock's a good person to be at the head of DC either. He's a really good Black Adam, and he should stick to that and and like Superman related shit. But like, keep him there. Don't. I don't think the Rock should be in the head of everything. The Rock's brain. The yeah, the, the Rock's brain and like the way the Rock's platform is as a celebrity with the world, he needs to use that for the fans and bring that into the room. Like he needs to be like the middleman between the fans and DC Studios like writing yeah, room. That's what I'm saying. He needs to sit at the table and he needs to explain. What Other than that, like I don't think the Rock should be the one sitting there with a the laptop and a pen and paper writing out the universe board. I don't know. No, no. He should give ideas though. Like he should get in a room with God and talk to him. But he doesn't need to be the head of anything. Uh, I I think the movie. He is. He speaks to the people, and the people, and like he actually listens and responds, and like actually like talks to the people. Like he is that. That's why I said he should be that guy that brings in and tells those people like what the fans actually want. Like the fans don't want to sit there and watch a stupid ass fucking like movie with a giant starfish again. Like we want to see dark side. We want to see fucking. Bobby, you have to give that starfish his fucking credit. Yeah, well, yeah, and you got to give it up because people do want to see that. That audience score is just as high. People want to see that. Just because you don't have 
Yeah, but you're fucking DC, you're DC Comics, dude. You have so many other villains that are so powerful and so badass and mean so much and they're so bad and fucking evil and brutal and all this, this, and that. You choose a fucking mind-controlling starfish? I already told you, you the first time you don't want to give them notorious villains. That's a waste. You want to give them their level of villains, which is a alien starfish. Starro the Conqueror yeah. puts some respect on my motherfucking name. Like sending a group of text, X-Force members like Harley Quinn and Captain Boomerang and all that shit, like having them go after Intergang. That's something Suicide Squad should do. Not go after a, the very first fucking monster the Justice League ever fought in the 19-fucking-40s. Well, I mean, that's also a shout-out to the 1940s of DC. you got to understand perspectives and why directors do what they do. And it was cool as I fuck. That, that whole like, kaiju vibe that that gave off was badass. It was, that, was, that, was, that was a bad choice. We Just to put a pin in it, though, uh, they worked 15 years to make this movie. They're finally listening to the fans. They get, finally gave us what we wanted. They're trying to put a good movie together with action. And they they basically took a comic book off the page and fucking put it in, in a movie theater. If you hoity-toity little bitches that only like shit by Martin Scorsese don't like that, suck my fucking cock. That's all I got to say. Because I, I really fucking, it just boils my fucking blood that people are going to call this critically panned now when this is one of the best superhero movies ever made. It's not perfect. It has its flaws. But they're fucking listening to the fans. They brought some minor characters and made them huge. They fucking did everything that anyone ever wanted out of this DC superhero movie. They gave it to us. And you're going to shit all over that just because you fucking, your wife cheats on you? Fuck you. I, I fucking hate all these movie critics. They're fucking stupid. And they don't know what they're talking about. People like me and Bobby should be the the ones that, that our reviews matter. The actual fans that love this shit and, and oh fucking buy a ticket for it any day of the week. Not some fucking fancy fuck that only likes little romance fucking movies that make $20 at the box office. Fuck you and everything you say. But yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. I have one more question to bring us for a topic here before we part ways. What's up? Where do you think... Not where. What do you think is the next movie for Black Adam? What do you think is going to happen? What do you think is his next step? You want me to be honest with you? If I'm being honest, I, I would give him the Shazam. I would do Shazam versus Black Adam, the ultimate fight. Well, you don't have to call it that. You can call it something cool. That's a little generic. But I would do the Black Adam versus Shazam, and I would get that out of the way because I think those two should fight. I think I said it last week. Those two should fight before him and Superman fight because I think he should beat Shazam, and I think it should lead to him and Superman. And I, I'd like to see him and Shazam. And it would give Shazam some much-needed legitimacy in this universe because they're kind of playing him too comedy right now. I agree. Well, what, I what would you want to do? Yeah, probably not. But I think they're going to do the Black Adam, the Dark Age comic series next because that girl and her son, that girl is ISIS, dude. Yeah. 
that like they, they're going to do the love story between Black Adam and her. They're going to do the whole ISIS thing, and she's going to get the goddess powers of ISIS, and then she's going to die, and he's going to obtain her power. That's what you were saying? The mom falls in love with Black Adam? The Adam's mom is baby? ISIS. Oh, wow. That's like her name, her name, Adriana Tomez. Like, that's ISIS's real name before she gets the powers of the goddess of ISIS. Oh, wow. Like, that's the direction I feel like they're going with Black Adam. I think we're going to get that movie next. If he gets another movie. I feel like that's where, where they're going to go next with that because the having her there without the, the goddess powers is a huge thing, and that, like, that shows huge potential in the future. Yeah. And like that's another thing like that we like to go back to our face off battle with Doctor Fate and Black Adam. That's one of the powers I brought up that Black Adam possesses is after she dies, he obtains the power of Isis. The goddess powers of Isis, which he can enhance his powers and make his powers stronger. What happens to the sun? I don't know. I think that's like an original idea. I don't remember the, a child ever being there. Oh, wow. Okay. That's what I hope. I definitely I agree with you. They should fight with Shazam. I think him, Shazam, and Superman, the three of them, should fight at the same time, like the animated movie. Yeah, I think that'd be a good way to set it up. Because Superman is the one who kind of, like, puts it out on Black Adam. It's like, is the one to finish it. I agree. I could see that happening. But they definitely do have to do something with Shazam, because this whole comedy thing with Zachary Levi, it's just not, it's not working, dude. It's not doing love to the the character Shazam at all. What, the trailer? No, just, like, the way that they have the character, like, the whole comedy version, like, Shazam's, like, this goofy-ass fucking dumb kid, like, he's just goofy, like, he's not like that in the comics, he's very serious and very stern and, like, smart and intelligent and, like, you know. Yeah, they're playing up that they need to mature him pretty quick because there, some shit needs to happen to him. This this trailer for this upcoming Shazam movie worries the fucking shit out of me because I think it looks, it looks very bad, dude. Like it looks like a bad yeah. movie. It doesn't look bad, but it doesn't look like something I'm looking for for a Shazam movie. I think it'll be closer to the first one, and it'll probably still be a pretty good story. But I don't need him to be played for comedy as much as he is. I think he's a, mm. not a serious character because Billy Batson is kind of a kid. Well, he is a kid. He is a fucking kid. He's not kind of a kid. He's a kid. Yeah, but, but he's in the form of Shazam. Like, he has the fucking, like, the wisdom of whatever. I forget the name of the guy that gives him his wisdom power. But, like, he has that wisdom. He's incredibly intelligent and mature. Like, he, he's so goofy and fucking stupid when he's in the form of Shazam. Yeah, I mean, he's like that in the comics in a way, but he's not like the comedic relief all the time. He's more like he he makes immature decisions sometimes because he's a boy as this grown superhero. But it's not like he's just an idiot, a bumbling idiot like he is in the movie. So, no, I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying we're saying the same thing. I, I do think something needs to change, and I think Black Adam could be the one to change it. So that's what I would like to see. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, they got this goofy-ass fucking Shazam on screen, and then, like, this year they released Black Adam, who's this fucking brutal-ass motherfucker who will kill you. 
and fuck your team, completely fuck your team, and levy your entire city, or literally kill everybody in your city. Then they got this fucking dude who's getting thrown around, bouncing off cars, and sliding down the street and shit. And the movies are pretty connected, too, to be honest. Like, the wizard's there, and there's some nods. I know. Like, he literally has to say Shazam. So, like, it's... They're pretty connected already. Like, I don't know. I would just pit them against each other and then make Shazam have to get serious because he's facing a fucking killer. <laughs> Shazam is like, those movies are funny, and Black Adam is like, somewhat funny, but more action. Yeah, I and think more, it could be. Yeah, it would be 95% of the movie of The Rock just fucking clowning on Zachary, Zach Levi, just beating the shit out of him the whole movie, and then Zach Levi getting a good strike in at the end of the movie and beating Black Adam. That's exactly how it would go. Yeah, and so I think that's right. Yeah, definitely. But it could also it could go a different way. It could go to the way to where Black Adam beats him so brutally that he realizes he's got to mature and grow up, and he realizes that this is life or death, and he's going to go into this fight, and then that leads to a big fight at the end where he fucking finally gets the upper hand. Because he is, Shazam is just as powerful. He is one of the more powerful people in the DC Universe. Maybe not just as powerful, but Black Adam probably gets the edge. But Shazam's pretty fucking powerful in his own right. He's got the same power, so they just gotta, yeah. Hopefully, same powers, hopefully this... but they're probably some different gods, but they they are the same powers. Yes, because Black yeah. Adams are Egyptian and Shazams are Greek. Yeah, I remember you telling me that in the car on the way home. In the movie, because at first I thought Black Adam was possessed by the um demon gods, and you were like, no, and I was like, oh, no, okay. that's Sabar. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm very excited for it. Uh, you want to get the hell out of here? Oh, yeah. It's going to be uh, next week. I know we said this like three months ago, but we're bringing it off the shelf, so we're bringing it back to action. We're having another face-off next week with Mr. King T'Challa, the Black Panther, versus Mr. Tony Stark and Iron Man. Hell, yeah. I'm going to beat that ass. I will be representing Tony Stark and Iron Man, and Daniel will be representing the Black Panther. You're going Which down, makes dude. sense. The brown, the brown guy is supporting the white guy, and the white guy is supporting the brown guy. Jesus. Dan, you're hey. going to have Black Panther? <laughs> you're damn right. Yeah, dude, you're what? fucking losing. <clears throat> hey, you know what? Wakanda forever. Motherfucker. This is going to be the only time in my life I will ever yeah. say anything positive. This is going to be the only time in my life I say anything positive about Tony Stark. I was about to say, you hate the person you're championing for. I do. I hate Iron Man, but this is going to be an entire episode of me just speaking positive shit. <laughs> and then when I win the battle, I'm going to be like, nah, fuck this dude. You're not. What do you mean when? Fuck you. Bro, Black Panther's going down, dude. Black Panther is going up. No, he's not. Tony Stark's just going to fly around up in the air where Black Panther can't reach him. Tony Stark's a fucking Batman ripoff, and he can suck my left testicle. He's a... No. He's a a cyborg ripoff. No, he's not. He was before cyborg. (laughs) Cyborg's a better character. (laughs) And so is Batman. I agree. Batman's a better character, too. Getting wet. 
All right. But, yeah, that's what we're doing next week. Uh, I'm excited for it. We don't have any other reviews, right? We're out of shit to review. No, we're out of shit to review. House is fucking over. Thank God fucking She-Hulk's over. <laughs> yeah. That fucking thing's full of trash. So next week is just the face-off. It's just the face-off and whatever other news comes out. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be more. So, uh, all right, man. Well, I'll, see, I'll see you next week. Hell yeah. Bye, Dan. Bye. All right. See you later. Have a good one. Peace. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.